Hey you, welcome to or welcome back to Keisha's house. I'm Keisha and as always I'm so glad you stopped by. Now if you're new here, I'd like to take a moment to share what we do. Every week we reflect on the past week's quote and we grade the week. Then we focus on this week's quote and we use it for motivation and inspiration to set a plan for the week ahead. In the end, we discuss a few highlights from the book of the month. Okay, my last week was crazy busy. How is yours? I can't wait to hear about it. Okay, let's just jump right in. So last week's quote came from the book of the month, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And the first quote went as follows. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. I really liked this quote because one, first of all, there seems to be a theme over the last six weeks of our quotes. And what I really love about a quote is that, yes, we focus on a quote for the specific week and we do set it aside. But as we grow and develop as individuals, we get to lean back on those quotes and the lessons we learned from them. So once you have had time to try and incorporate a quote into your day-to-day life, it's with us for the long haul. I like to think of it as our personal library of quotes. We always have something we can reach back to to get us through a moment. So one thing that stood out to me about this quote was the word habit. And I love how it said, excellence then is not an act. You know, sometimes I think that we may do something with excellence. But we may be thinking, whew, that was lucky. I don't really know how that happened. We didn't really put in the effort for it. But okay. I like the fact that this isn't an act, they say. It's a habit. Because an act, it to me seems very superficial in a way where it's not genuine, it just was a happenstance. But a habit to me says there was purpose, there was effort. But in the book, specifically, it defines habit and it says the following. For our purposes, we will define a habit as the intersection of knowledge, skill, and desire. Knowledge, that's going to be the what to do and the why. Skill, they say, is it's the how to do it. And desire is the motivation to want to do it. So a habit is defined as knowledge, skill, and desire. Those three is what defines or equals, I should say, a habit per the book of the month. And I really liked that. So I started to think about Well, what are some things that I've done recently that could apply to this quote? And the one thing that stood out to me was my fitness. Even this podcast. It's the why am I doing it? 
How am I going to do it? And what keeps me motivated to do it? You know, when you start off anything new, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a YouTube video, whether it's writing a book, or maybe working out or cooking or whatever the hobby may be, we don't necessarily see ourselves as that thing. Or let me give you an example. You may not consider yourself a runner, but when you consistently run, when you repeatedly run, you become a runner. Let's say you're writing a book. As you start off, you may be thinking, this is too big of a project for me. I'm not a writer. But as you start to put pen to paper, or as you start to put more words on that page, those words become sentences, those sentences become paragraphs, those paragraphs become chapters, and the chapters become a book, and you, my friend, are an author. We are what we repeatedly do. We may not see ourselves in that specific position yet. But if we put in the work, that's what I get out of the word repeatedly. When we're putting in the work, when we're putting in the consistency, us winning, us finding victory in whatever it is that we're aiming for, should not feel like an accident because it was intentional because you put in that work because every step you took was a habit it gets exciting because I think sometimes we're too quick to say that we can't be something but the reality is If we just put in the work and stick with it, we can be what we want. Again, it may be your fitness journey. It may be your performance at work. But whatever it is, we just have to put in the work and repeatedly do. And I think the word do is also so important to me. The word do is action. We have to put action. We can't just talk about what we want. We actually have to do, which means get up and get moving. It gets exciting. You know, for a long time, I'd always say I'm not a reader. You know, you read a textbook because you have to. You got to write the book or you got to write the assignment and you have to pass the class. So I read out of necessity. And this year that has changed because of the consistency of reading these books. I've realized I'm a reader. I enjoy my reading time. And I think what gets me most excited about this is that regardless of where we are today in this moment, whatever it may be that popped into your mind when I mentioned we can be what we want to be, there was something, there was something that you were thinking of that you're like, man, I want to be this. I'm here to tell you that it's possible. 
If you're willing to put in the work and you repeatedly work towards it, you're repeatedly doing, you're repeatedly putting in action and you'll achieve it. And it may not be quick. It may not be quick. It may take us years. But every step we're taking, we're making progress. So let me give you one more example. I decided to do the 75 hard challenge. And there's a slew of things that I have to do. But if I miss any part of it, I have to start the entire thing all over again, back to day one. And you have to go for 75 days. So it consists of uh, doing two workouts a day. One has to be outside. Uh, You have to follow a, a diet of some sort. No alcohol, no cheap meals. You have to take a progress photo each day. You have to read 10 pages at minimum a day. And the list goes on. And I realized that as I was going... Oh, the big ticker. You have to read. Uh, you have to drink, excuse me, a full gallon of water. Woo, that is the hardest part for me. I call it drinking a lake. So you have to do all of these things. And I've realized that I started off saying, I don't drink water. Y'all, I live in a state of dehydration, like all the time for years. And I've realized now drinking a gallon of water doesn't bother me. Now, in the end of the day, when I'm drinking a ton of water, trying to squeeze it all in, that's on me for not spreading it out throughout the day. But the act of drinking the full gallon no longer intimidates me. Because it's something that I was repeatedly doing each and every day. It's been almost a month now. And I've seen results. I've seen results. And I can't deny that. So if I had to grade this week, I'm going to give myself an A again. I think I'm I'm going for straight A's apparently. (laughs) I'm going to give myself an A. Because I'm learning And I said it last week, oh, my husband wins here. The routines matter. The consistency matters. Because when you win, when you have that victory, when you accomplish what you want and there's excellence behind it, it's not an act. It's because you put in the hard work and the effort. It became a habit. How would you grade your week? Would it be an A, a B, or a C? And the beauty is, and I always say this, you don't fail here. We don't fail at life. It can get hard. It can get challenging. It can get heavy. But you don't fail. And the beauty about you having your own rubric is that you decide what your grade is. And you don't have to share it with anyone. But once you have your grade, think about it, set it, lock it in place, identify the areas that may need a little support and then set the week behind you make notes on what needs areas that need to be supported and let's start making those adjustments let's start putting action into what we're doing so I graded myself an A but we've set that week behind us and we're now moving forward and this book as I mentioned last week with the book of the month it's broken up into four 
like categories, four sections. So this week we focused on that first section. And as we progress through the next couple of weeks, all of our quotes will be connected to the book specifically. And this week's quote is what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. Oliver Holmes. What lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. I really liked this. When I first read it, it just put a smile on my face. I like this quote because it reminds us, just as I said, our past week is not behind us. We got to let it go. We got to shake that off. It's saying that everything in our past, everything that's behind us, it's a tiny matter. What's happened in our past should not play a major role. We have to set it aside. There are things in some of our past that are not, they're not wonderful. They're not wonderful memories. But if we set it behind us and we continue to press forward, those things of the past become smaller. They become tiny matters. But what I also really enjoy about this quote, it's saying that what lies before us are also tiny matters. You know, oftentimes... We know that a situation is coming up. We may have a meeting or a conversation that we may have to have. And we start to get really creative in our mind. And we start thinking of the worst when it comes to those meetings. Or whatever that event may be. But the reality is we can't dictate what's happening in the future. We're not there yet. We're not in that moment yet. So that is a tiny matter. It may be something big, like there might be a deadline that we need to focus on, but it's still a tiny matter. We're not there yet. Because there's so much in the moment that we still need to accomplish and do. But I think the key here is what it says, what lies behind us and what lies ahead of us are tiny matters compared to compared to what lies within us. You know what's interesting in that first half of this book, it talks about these character traits. Character traits. And I thought that was really important. Because it talks about how the foundation of who we are. It talks about the foundation. It talks about the importance of integrity. It talks about the importance of having a firm foundation, a firm foundation, roots, having strong roots in areas that we know are positive, that can help build our our character, our moral character. And all of that is important. And in those behaviors, when we know right from wrong, in those behaviors, when we know of integrity, 
humility, fidelity, temperance, courage, justice, patience, simplicity, modesty, and the golden rule. What lies within us? You know, we can be excellent in so many places in our lives, but if our character is one that is negative, if our character is one that is flawed, where we don't have integrity, it seeps through because the world may see what we want it to see, but as people get to know you, as you start to dive deeper, people see the true you. The you that you are presenting to the world, is it the you behind closed doors? And I thought that was so important. What matters is what lies within us. Let's try to remove the masks and actually live in the way that we present ourselves to the world. We always want to present our best selves, right? Look at social media. Always the best selves is what we see. We don't see the tears. We don't see the frustrations. We see the happiness. In the best moments is what people want to share and capture. But the reality is what lies within us matters because we can say we care. But if we don't have a spirit of caring, caring, it'll seep through and people will know that you're not genuine. So the challenge for this week is, can we stay in the moment and can we be our true selves? Can we stay in the moment and can we be our true selves? Can we not dwell on the past and we're not going to dwell on what's happening in the future. We're going to focus on the now. And we're going to focus on ourselves in those moments. And we're going to focus on our character in those moments. Are we being honest? Are we being open? Are we being kind? Where's our roots? Are we standing on a firm foundation? And the book illustrates so eloquently examples of this. Examples. And I highly encourage you, obviously, again, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People has sold over 10 million copies. This is not a book that is new to the market. It's been a bestseller for, like, years. But there's some truth in here, and I can't wait to see what the author shares in the upcoming chapters, because this quote is coming from the next section so I look forward to just going over all of this next week and unpacking it deeper so with that being said I hope you enjoy your week remember we're not focusing on the past we're not dwelling on the future we're staying in the moment and we're watching our character we're making sure that we're standing on the firm foundation of who we are That's important. I think it's also a reset. 
So till next time, let's be safe. Remember to upgrade yourself, upgrade your life, upgrade your future. Till next time.